So, Eli, I see you still have that picture of the young family and their dad. Oh, on your I thing. see. I th- that was fucking, your idea, was it? You big dog fucking nonsense. Fuck <laughs> off. And what's this? A little sex bulb. The, the, the stopper. Yeah, there's that looks all like a sorts of toy. stuff. I'm sick of this. It's <laughs> confirmation bias from you. You look at one, you know, what? there's all sorts of things in here. There's goji berries. Do I fuck them as well? Maybe. Do I? Maybe Do I you... spoff on my goji berries Maybe and coat you... them in my extra special glazed. Crusty spunk! <laughs> Fucking crusty spunk everywhere! What a great start, ladies It's not and a great start. We had a brilliant start where I was very amusing. <laughs> and you cut it. You weren't amusing. You just said over and over, am I all right, Paul? That's it. <laughs> am I, though? No, no. you're not. <laughs> no. It's become increasingly apparent. Are I all right? Oh, we have some coffee. You're it's good, nice. yes. We're having some coffee, Do you coffee, know what? The sun gentlemen. is totally in my eyes. It's like an interrogation. Can you pass the sunglasses, please? Which, which glasses would you like? Would I like you like? It'll freak you out more. Item number one, which is your blue at the beach set, or but look, is it? Look, there's a, they're a special brand. Sea Fox, world famous rock radio, fifty-five point three FM. No, ninety-eight, ninety-nine point. Don't give them advertising. Ninety-six, ninety-seven, ninety-eight point nine nine FM. FM Sea Fox. That's their jingle. That's the official. I don't want those. I want the others. Do you want the ones that make you look like a gangster? From like from like Miami Miami City or something Miami City yeah Miami City gangster right what's your Miami City gangster voice I don't have one go on let's do Miami City gangster Eli you want fucking characters I don't want that character he's a cliche you've got because you thought of him you've got sixty seconds he's bullshit to think about a voice and a character and your time starts now welcome to Cheap Show I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. Cheap show, you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap show. Off brand, brand, off, off Cheap show. It's the price of shite. Paul Gannon. Like Silverman. Welcome to Cheap Show. And I go and I nuzzle. Hi, I'm Joey Tadagla Deadly. What? I'm going to put the credits in here. <laughs> Mate, I had this Joey fucking Tagla Tagla Telly. Joey Tagla Telly. Oh, I'm sorry. You said, oh, what a shit idea. And then you come up with Joey Tagla Telly. Yeah, I'm Joey Tagla Telly. I got some, I got some voice problems. I got a voice problem, but I'm a big gangster. Oh, yeah. The ins and outs of Miami, the port. This is the part of the podcast the where port I just authority. let Eli do his thing until he burns out. The port authority. I'm not going to, though. I don't know who you're talking to. I'm Joey Daglatelli. Joey Daglatelli. Oh, well, I've does... been around these these docks. Been walking these docks in the sun all my life. All my life. I, I see things. I see things it's you wouldn't going. believe. It's going. You can hear the wobble. <laughs> Shut up. Play the <laughs> fucking theme tune. I've done it. Oh. I've done it because... They're steaming up. My glasses are steaming up. Yeah, they are. You look like such a fucking <laughs> Wally with those glasses on. What do you mean? I don't know. With the with your face and those glasses, it's too round. You look like... um. It's too round, my face? Yeah. Anything else? 
I'm trying to think of who it is you, you look, look like. You look like a shadow. Like, the... I'm going to fucking find out. I'm going to go on the internet and find out the reference I need. <laughs> who do you look like based on the internet? New Zealand host of Play Your Cards Right. <laughs> really? Yeah. You look like Kenny Cantor. Let me, let me see it. Let me see that. <laughs> and that's the most obscure reference I think I could ever. That's who you look like, Eli. Right now, you look wow. like Kenny Cantor. He looks good. He's one of those. He's literally one of those. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, lovely Why, game. What was he doing in New Zealand? Then? He was presenting. He's no, that's the thing. Is he, he was British. Pre- yeah, he, he was. This but really I, isn't working for me. The sun no. in my eyes. Uh, he was, and then he went to New Zealand for whatever reason to present the play your cards right. Oh, it's not good. I'm going to put a link on the website if anyone wants to watch an episode of him in doing it. It is super cheesy. It's I, that. Why did you just pull that weirdly out of nowhere? Because you look like Kenny Cantor. I that's don't. why <laughs> you look. It's the and hair. It's the hair. A lot of people, I'm balding a bit there. There's a lot of people listening right now. Go. I don't know who the fuck Kenny Cantor and is. Then they're I'm looking never... him up and they're saying Eli looks nothing like that. Frankly, Paul. all I can say, you've lost your fucking googalies. You've put your googalies down and you lost them. Right. You anyway. went. Oh, I've got to get something from the garage. Then you came back and went. Oh, where's me gagalis? I've lost them. You've lost a lot of things, Eli, today. You've lost them. What's coming up on the show, Paul? Well, today, cheap show. You haven't even done the thing with the, the shops. We what, haven't even done the thing you with the do shops. It, mate? It's not right. just my show. Okay, it's well, our show. Don't interrupt me then. Yeah? Yeah. That sound is so unconvincing. Just do it because you tie me out mentally when we do this fucking podcast. Seven minutes in, and I'm bored of you. Well, fucking don't interrupt when I do the fucking proper intro. You then. haven't started yet, and I will not interrupt. So I'll shut up as of now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you. I'm sorry. You're a cunt, aren't you? You really are a cunt. I never get a, a room to breathe in this fucking podcast. No, you just go on for minutes at an end as Joey Tagliatelli. Minutes on an end. Minutes on end. <laughs> minutes on an end. <laughs> as, as Joey Tagliatelli. I like Tagliatelli. minutes. What are those little mints? No, you're onto something now. Just one last thing, Paul. Please one, let us do the one podcast. One single last thing. All right. Minutes. They were a type of sweet, weren't they? I don't know. I think they were mint, minute mints. I'll look up Kenny Cantor, but I won't look up mints. Mini mints. Mini mints. Like what, 70s, 80s mini minute mints? Minute mints. Minute mints, right? Yeah. And you said minutes on end. On an end. On an end. Minutes so on an end. So what about yeah. this? Small chocolate mints down my meter. <laughs> right, okay. You know Just what? to top this off. So to speak. Twang my meters wafer mint. What's the resonant frequency? What are what? you doing? <laughs> Twing. What are you talking? Please. <laughs> I feel like Eli left us a long time ago and you've been possessed by Pazuzu or something. Just imagine, though. Yeah. There was a very rigid after eight type uh, mint. Yes. Lodged in one's meters. Like poking out the end like it's been wedged in. Wedged in like hard. A, like a book badly you... put on a bookshelf. And then you twanged it. What would be the resonant frequency? Thank you. Now I'm spent. Can I get on with the yes, podcast? Hello, welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast for your ears. We go through the bargain bins, the charity shops, and power lands of Great Britain and beyond to bring you the uh, wonder in the wastelands and the treasure amongst the trash. I thank you. I am Paul Gannon, and with me as always is co-host and guest Eli Silverman. <laughs> and guest? Yeah. Fucking don't like the way you're creeping with on your On the mouth. show today, Mr. Silverman. Yes, it's me, Eli Silverman, co-host. We will be uh, taking yet another Tales from the Shop Floor for one of our many, many readers. That's when they write in about stuff. Listeners. They listen. They listen, and then they write in. 
with their contributions. And I've got a nice one today for you to read out, Mr. Silverman. Okay. I look forward to that. Um, also, uh, it's not really a special episode at all, but there's a theme. Because <coughs> Shut up! Just shut up! Ignore me! Keep reading! Be professional! I've got stuff to do with Mount Grotpants. He sneezed on Mount Grotpants. <laughs> he put his face on the on the peak of Mount Grotpants and sneezed into its fucking... Sometimes it needs it. It's part of a special druidic... Uh... Process is that the same as your bottle of piss that you uh, have not, on your table? It's fucking right. I've had enough of this. One, I do not <laughs> fuck dogs. I don't fuck at? dogs. I don't wank off to that picture of that family from the centre parks. This is green tea and peach. Drink from, it then from if it's Pret-a-Manger. not piss. You know, by the side of your bed. And I think some of our listeners will agree with me, Paul. It's a very tasty beverage. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> it is. Have you been? Have you? Are you working for Pret? Stop sticking stuff on the table that causes banging. It's been five years, Paul, mate. Hand me the crab bucket. Crab bucket. Crab bucket. Yeah. yeah. See, I've uh, I've, d- I've put the crab bucket to good use. You I, mad bastard! <laughs> you really are a mad bastard. Are we going to now talk about your bucket full of lighters? I just wanted you to mention it. Mad <laughs> bastard. I just wanted to mention it. That's in passing. It's got all my uh, my picture clippers in it now. Clipper picture lighters. Yeah. No, continue. Please I'm not going to do it while you rustle through your bucket of lighters. <laughs> bucket of lighters, yeah. Right. Go on, go on. So, we are, we have a theme today. We're going to look at two board games and two books that are, are interconnected. And they are based on a comedy property that some people may know. So, I'll leave it until that segment to uh, reveal all. A little bit of a look back in the nostalgic past of, mm. uh, of stuff. A little bit down memory lane. A little bit of a, a look back in the last. How far are we going to go, though, Paul? Uh, into 86, the past. 87. How many inches, though? Uh, well, How many inches into the past? Why don't I ask the only man around who can possibly help us on that? And that is, ladies and gentlemen, our brand new character. We've kept him away, but he's here. He's here, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. It's... Inch man! Hello! Inch, 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 inch! That's more for you! How many do you need? How many more do you need? Who wants one? Hard they are! Rock hard little inches! Inch! There's one! Nubbin inch! Inch! How many do you need though? No, really, how many do you need? I need to. Yeah! I need some inspiration! Uh, you I'm need it. some inspiration? <laughs> Who's this joker then? Yes, Is this your character? Is this your? Is this what you're doing? Is this what you're doing? Inches, I'll give you. I'll give you, Mister Incher. Uh, how do you give me inches? Well, any way you like. Well, but I need a, a number or a, a measurement. I want which seven, I can translate into inches. I want seven inches, please. Of what am I getting? You just get inch of inch of what? What? Right, you'll know when you get it. All right. Well, give me seven inches right now. Inch, 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 inch. There. There you go. Yes. How many do you need? Two? Two quickens? No. Itch, itch. But do you I, want a foot? You just, I'll give you a full foot. You foot just, long. You just give me the word inch. So it has no practical or well, I, I was, uh, even under monetary the, value. I was under the impression it's an audio thing you're doing here. Yeah, so I still want to understand the core of your being. What inches do you give? It's a nubbin. It's a nubbin. It's an inch-shaped nubbin. Rock hard it is. It's a nubbin, nubbin poker. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's thank a- you for joining us today for yet another failed fucking character from it's the Nubbin. Mad- it's not failed. It's returned. I've returned. Dog, dog fucking mind. How much do you like- need a full, full? You need a full foot long, don't piss, you? Piss guzzling. It's a bit like working at Subway. Dog fucking. You get six inches. Eli Silverman. You can get a foot long. Oh, you do want it, though, don't you? Come on, you want it. You want a hard inch in. A hard 12 inch in. I hard- am so very <laughs> bored of this character. You do. Just, uh, look, I'll go. Please go. I was under the impression... <laughs> 
I could do a full foot at one point. If I just let me do that. And uh, all right, all right. Go on. Just... Inch, 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 inch. Right, I'm off. Thank you. Thanks, Eli, for the opportunity. Is it this way? Inch. So, yeah, I'm sorry about that. But we are going to now get into the podcast. What a lovely guy. No, not having it. Not having that character no, coming no, back. No, come on. It was. No, there's nothing. I think to he's got it. a lot to give. You're. All your characters have have a germ of an idea, and it burns out within a second or two of you realizing it. Right? Then after that, you repeat the burnout until you go fucking mad and laugh yourself onto the couch. The or couch. Your bed. Oh. Your chaise long. Look, I've got this from Pret as well. Guess what is? Guess Stop what's talking about Pret. <laughs> I'm not interested. Other shops are available. What What do you think's in there? Come on, a bit of magic. Uh, Panu in... chocolate. Wrong. Bakewell slice. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, that. Right, there, there is some pertinent information, and we're going to get into it now. Okay. So, as we mentioned <laughs> last week, the awards are go. The second annual Cheap Show Listener Choice Awards 2020. Was, you know what I was pleased to see, Paul? What? I have my own special award. No one else can win that, because I. it's something that is me. Yeah. Do you have one of those? No. No. I've noticed that. So, anyway, the nominations are now open. Rhiannon will be over the next, uh, well, few months because she has to balance it around with her own work. But she will be collating all of the information and putting it together. But basically, if you go to this web address, you can now nominate for such things as favourite episode, funniest moments, Eli's rant, best Paul moment, best Eli moment. Oh, you do get your own. Yeah, well, I also yeah. Have, I have a but special have one. I have two of my own. Yeah. I hope, I hope. You know who's going to win best Eli character? moment is you admitting you fuck dogs on the episode. I never admitted it. Yeah, rough, rough, rough. That's why you take rough, rough, rough as Brandoff. No. Because you're obsessed with dogs. Mate. Brandoff has a dog. Yeah, that you... And he goes rough, rough, rough. Yeah. Jimmy Biscuits has got Bickies, the cat. Meow. Yes. Meow, Bickies. They were meant to be on the train. We completely forgot. No, you can't take there pets a pet on the train. <laughs> there wasn't. There was that seagull on the train, wasn't there? Was there? Yeah. No, there wasn't. <laughs> there was. There definitely was. When? And also, remember I made that joke? There was that news story about there being a crab. Uh, I don't remember any of this, and it's worrying. Uh, uh, there was a crab that got on a um, got on a train. And I said, oh, oh, yeah, that was ages ago. And I said, oh, they're running a shell service. <laughs> shell service? Yeah. And do you remember that seagull oh, that covered in curry? The, get the, the orange seagull. In the curry. In the curry. Yeah. <laughs> That was a Barshans thing, wasn't it? That was a shartacle. In fact, the crab was too. Yeah. So it wasn't cheap show. You've so misremembered what? it. I just said remember. I didn't say remember on this specific fo- fucking platform. I'm just going to do this now, mate. Please. Read the fucking shit out. So if you want to nominate on any of those categories you've already heard and more, go to tinyurl.com forward slash CCA 2020 nominate. That's tinyurl.com forward slash CCA 2020 nominate. Oh, And then uh, we'll respond by looking at what the people will say. And, and, now then... we, and now we can officially announce at the same time, to celebrate our fifth birthday, we will be doing the uh, Cheap Show Awards live on YouTube as a streamed live event. Are we going to some... stream on YouTube and Twitch or just... Just, just YouTube, just I YouTube. think. Okay. And we'll do a live show on youtube where we'll show all the nominations and celebrate our fifth birthday so that'll be in june sometime probably just before well it will be before uh digi live which you can now get tickets for if you want to see digitize alive 
in June. 25th. 25th. So it'll probably be before then. Oh, it's going to be a packed month, June, isn't it, then? When are we going to do the awards, the live award ceremony? We'll probably do it before that, then. A week oh, or two before. Okay. We'll do it. Because well, I think our birthday's like early June anyway. Either way, we're going to do a live show. Join us there. There'll be stars, I think. There'll be awards. Hopefully. And it'll be a star-studded, glamorous event done in the best cheap show manner. And that's how we're going to celebrate that. And also, it turns out that we turned 200 in September, not October. We turned 200 episodes old. In the 25th of September. Just to be clear, we're not 200. Like, no. We're not like living in no, a bone hoover. Yeah, but we're going to be... Call t- back. Yeah. Bone hoover. Got it. Imagine we, we were living in a bone hoover, though. This bedroom is not too far <laughs> off the inside. There is what... no donkey carcass in no, here. No, yeah. there, there are nice There's pants. a rat carcass. Yeah. You know, all this talk of like baby... Yoda. Yeah. We've got one on our show, which we don't mention. A dead fetus mole. Checkers. Checkers. Yeah, but Checkers has gone all black and wrinkly. Uh, Excuse me? Is he still not an embryo? No, he hasn't got many rights having not been born. And an animal. So, you know, I don't know what else you want. So there you go. You can nominate now. We're nominate Checkers. So my other point was that means the live show we do for 200 will be in September now. And uh, it's going to be a one-off show. It'll probably be a slightly bigger venue, so we can just do one show rather than two. Uh, but we don't know. Um, either way, it'll be September now, which is two months after Digi. So hopefully you can come <laughs> to both. Or if you want, just come to us. But we will be doing a live show in September to celebrate 200 episodes. And I will be finalising that sometime in the next four weeks or so. So there's all the news. There's a bit of housework Awards, done. Live show, Brushy, digi brush, show, brush, brush, YouTube. That's tighten the up admin. the corners, tighten, tighten the nut bolts, tighten it all up, and neaten I reckon up, neaten the, sh- the sh- nice and tight. Well, let's Get crack on. Fucking... Do you know what I hate, oh. Paul? Let's crack on with the show, mate. I just one thing I hate. Yeah. But yes, just the one. When you get into bed and it's been tucked in, it's all been tucked in. Yeah. Do you hate that? Is that why your bed's like a constant shit hole? Is that why it just looks like someone's dumped their laundry on you? Is it just? Is it just? Why do you live like this, mate? Because I, I look around. It's I never so get a chance to tidy up because you come in here with all your equipment and your 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 stands. So what and your you're stuff. saying is out of the way. Mount Grot Pants is protected. I can't just be dismantling that. The scrubbers, they're not called that. We'll they're just scribbles. Se- serve him his notice then. Serve the scribbles all scrubbing the skiddies. Serve him a notice. The scribbles all scrubbing the skiddies. Right, well, you're talking shit now. So we're going to move on <laughs> to the next part of the show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoy the next segment. Fucking hell. And now it's time for Tales from the Shop Floor. Yes. This is the segment where yes. the listeners of Cheap mm. Show yes. write in. Right. Email. Right. Or email. Or, uh, no, some write, actually, because they've sent letters in the P.O. box. We've had some real life, in real life letters, haven't we? And in real life letters. Then we all read them out. And they're your stories from the world of work. Essentially, yes. isn't it? The world of shops. We want to know all of the things that happen when you've been working or visiting a store or shop. Now, it started off as charity shop stories, but it's kind of broadened. And I think this story today is also um, a broader story than is the remit. Is it quite broad? But, Eli, I'm going to let you as crack dirty. Uh, I, well, I don't know. I've had a quick scan Did of the they, email. Isn't that how you described something that was a bit risque? It's broad humour. Is that broad humour? No, humor? not that's what, not risque. Broad humour just means you can get away with being a bit racist or sexist. Oh. You know, oh, it's a bit broad, that. Tell you, my wife's so thin. How thin is she? She has to run around in the shower to get fucking wet. I thank you. Ew. Is that broad, is it? That's, she's not that's very a broad, broad. Guy. She's thin. Well, yeah. She's, she's thin. Right, so here's the email, Eli. It's all up to you, mate. <laughs> 
Eli just cleans his throat, takes off his uh, nonce glasses. They are, and prepare. No, I, no, I object to that. I object to that too. I don't Look, think I, the sun is in my eyes. What am I meant to be fucking doing, man? Do you want to swap seats? I'm just trying to... If the sun is right in my eyes. Do you want to swap seats? Remember when there was bats out there? That was good, wasn't it? No. Okay, you ready? Right, well, if you don't want to swap seats, you you're not to allowed hello? to complain anymore. Are right? you ready to say hello? Yes. Hi, Paul. Hello. Who's this? Who are you? James Curry. Hello, James Curry. He hasn't said hello to me. Any relation to Edwina or Mark? Who's Mark Curry? Used to be on Blue Peter in the 90s. He was ginger and wore glasses. Oh, him? Mm. Wow. You're you're a real uh, font of really, really specific... shit. Yeah, Yeah. pointless shit from a certain era. Anyway, hello, James. Thank you for emailing the Cheap Show podcast. That doesn't say hello to me. Yeah, I think he just presumes that you don't read the emails. Why hasn't he said hello to me? Do you read the emails, Yeah, but he knows if they get read out, then we both say hello. And now I feel extremely awkward. Maybe he just fucking hates you. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I tell you what, Mr. Curry, you haven't predisposed yourself for me to be... (laughs) Nice to your pro style, should it have so anyone any else? inevitable flaws, so, which it fucking will. Ladies and gentlemen, it's pro please. pro style is going to get meticulously dissected by me whilst I'm reading it out, Paul. Yeah? Boys and girls, please remember to add Eli to the intro to your letter. Okay. So it goes without saying, doesn't it? So There's two of us fucking here. Put up with this every fucking week. All Hi, right. Paul. Hello, James. And Eli, I'm sure he says hello to you too. This is a story that mostly concerns... <laughs> sounds like... the. Prince of Bel Air, doesn't it? <laughs> well, every time someone starts by saying this, this is, is a story, story. everyone just goes yeah. all about how I my was going life off got, my yeah. head. Man. It's, it's really got much. that weird kind of. It's the patter of it, isn't it? It's yeah, the rhythm, uh, the syntactical rhythm. Mm. Okay, this is a story that mostly concerns a friend of mine, though I do have a role in it. Oh, that's unlike good. me in your fucking letterhead. Thank Here you. Here we go. At uni, at the end of every year, they put on what's called the Summer Ball. It's basically a two-day mini-music festival with a few small fairground rides and stalls set up on a section of campus. Oh, that's better than my fucking university ever did. This year, the student union decided to set up a little hot dog stand. Uh-oh. And my friend... <laughs> it's hot dogs. And this my friend was tasked with staffing it. Last week, she told me a story about what had happened. Oh, no. So, let's pause. Is it going to be about someone getting a hot dog right up there? I don't know because a hot no, dog. that's if you think about the actual physics of that, that'd be very hard. They, they would snap. The, you think a hot dog would snap? You'd have to. It'd have to be either a very rigid hot dog or very loose arsehole. A very loose arsehole or a combination of both. I can make Go the, for the most work. rigid hot dog you could get. You, what drug can you get? And the loosest arsehole. Oh, did you ever see? That? <laughs> Those pictures of there's Gilbert looking, and George. Looking Those like, pictures of Gilbert and George's bumps. No. The artists. They, it was like a cave opening. Do, was, a it a goatsy, was it a goatsy thing? Goatsy. You know, a goatsy is when like you, it's a long story, but basically it's when you we pull your arse. No, they just had their trousers down. Yeah. And it was one of their pane glass. You know, they had yeah. their stained glass window ones. Look, yeah. Which is like photographs, but in a sort of stained glass style. Yeah. So their asses were out. It was like... You can't a, see their bum hole though, can you? You fucking totally can. Really? Man. Do they have like almost no arse then? How do you... F- I'm sorry, everyone. I have a bit of a cough this week. Um... Don't fucking smirk at me. You, I was going to say that. I usually edit all those coughs out, so don't worry about it. Just if I if I sound a bit mucal, mucal tea. <laughs> uh, yeah, never, we're mucal tea. Never mucal tea. No, quick question: Is there a drug you can buy that does relax your arsehole to the extent where it becomes, you know, like you know, bin baggy? 
Amyl nitrate, you may have heard of. I've vaguely heard of that. And they still sell amyl nitrate. It's sometimes known as poppers. Oh, yeah, you're meant to stick it up your nose, though, aren't you? Go yeah, but then it relaxes sphincter muscles in the body. The whole, all the way through? So you don't just like break it under your arsehole and then your arsehole no, no, sniffs it? No, no, you do it. not break it under your arsehole. You don't try and sniff it with your bum. <laughs> you saying. sniff it in your nose. I've done plenty nitrate in my times. And how many sausage hot dogs did you get? I never up? have. <laughs> not well. But it's more like it sort of makes it... It relaxes it, but it won't make it, like... Baggy. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Anyway, Gilbert and George. Yeah. Honestly, it's like a fucking... It's like a cave on the side of a rocky scree or something. Do you know what I mean? Do I... I don't want to look it up. (laughs) But I'm going to later. Yeah. Honestly, it really is something. All right. right, Sorry. So, carry on the letter. I do apologise. Okay. So, I think it's more likely there's going to be some poo-poo in a hot dog or something. Or spoffy stuff. Or... Someone pukes up a hot dog hole and it goes flying in a teacher's Ooh. eye. Oh, that's a good twist. And they go, curry! Uh, well, well, curry's not involved. He's just telling the story. Yeah, but he gets the blame. Oh, he poor curry. Spanked. Poor curry. He gets fucking rodded. Does he? Yeah. That's a bit much for he the man who's just rodded. telling, telling a story. <laughs> he gets rodded hard for missing out co-hosts. I'm not going <laughs> to... Not ask... saying hello to certain co-hosts. Fuck me. Carry on. At around 10pm... On day one, right. student came up to the hot dog stand, but didn't have any money on him. Oh, fucking So she students. turned him away. Yeah, good. About an hour later, there was an electrical problem, and the heater that kept the hot dogs hot stopped working. Oh. Oh, it's one of those roller things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not good. I think you should keep them in water, personally. I think that's better. Yeah. That's kind of a German way. This is the kind of like quickie mark kind of Yeah, way, and they're you know not I mean? as nice. The no. German style hot dogs fucking are better. horrible. Full stop. But anyway. Don't you, like, don't you enjoy a hot dog? Sorry. No, I do. And the problem is I like those ones you always see outside of fucking Tottenham Court Road Station or whatever. You, you know, like that kind. Yeah. Even though I know they're just... That was pure filth. Dog beaks and fucking stuff and yeah. pigeon hearts. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like, you know it's not good, but it smells, especially when you're drunk. Parrot paws. Goat lips. <laughs> Lip splash. <laughs> Chicken dripping. <laughs> drippy, drippy lip splash. <laughs> Nonsense. I'm just trying to get the phone in a reasonable position. Hey, Sorry. you lippy, lippy, splash. splash. <laughs> Libby, Libby, lip splash. We love you. Oh, there. Libby, Libby, lip splash. Libby, 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 lip splash. Blip, blop, blip. (laughs) Right. Go on. So, there was a power cut. Electrical problem. Right. The heater that kept the hot dogs hot stopped working, and some prepared hot dogs went cold. Oh, no. While she was trying to sort out the stand. Yeah, fair play. As she tried to work out what was wrong, the student again came up to the hot dog stand holding a rather muddy 50p. Asking if he could have one of the cold hot dogs. (laughs) They were sold at £1.50, but the guy reasoned that since they were cold, perhaps he could buy one with no bun for less. Mate, this guy is a fucking proper grifter. Yeah. (laughs) I got that money. He found it on the floor and he's like... Got no money. Is he a student? He must be. Well, don't you have to spend like... It costs 200 quid or something to to go to the ball. Yeah, but that's why they made me only yeah. have 50p to but fucking no buy a hot left. dog. She explained that there was a fault and that the stand was not currently open, so he left. Right, so he's tried again. He's been unsuccessful. She's not having any of it. Great. Fine, she's professional. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. No. My friend decided that since she couldn't get the stand working, she should close the hot dog stand and get one the university maintenance staff, one of the u- university maintenance staff, to check it out the next morning. How's this syntax going, or is it just you not being able pretty to good, read? Pretty good, pretty well written, Paul. Yeah, just yeah, badly got nothing, read I've got out. no complaint. It's just badly read out, though. No it? complaints. I have. I've got one complaint about him not saying hello to me, but apart from that, that's not my complaint. It's been all, it's been all right. The prize my, has been my, my complaint is how I'm discovering the story via your fucking 
rubbery tongue twatishness. Oh, <laughs> stupid cunt, dog fucker. <laughs> Go on. She decided she couldn't get the stand working. She should close the hot dog stand and get one of the university maintenance staff to check it out the next morning. Yes. It had also started to rain. Uh-oh. So after covering the stand with some tarpaulin, right. she went inside to take a break and asked if I'd like to hang out with her for what would have been the rest of her shift. Fair enough. As I was walking home after we parted ways at about 4am, I noticed a student standing by a lamppost. He was propping himself against it with his arm above his head. Mm. Vomiting. Yay! Very audibly. I assumed he'd simply drunk far too much and was paying the price. Yeah. The illumination of the streetlight made the scene look like a one-man show and revealed he was giving the whole... Sorry, the pole a hefty coating. Oh. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, for one night only, Jack and his guts. Do you like seeing a hefty coating? <laughs> look at the look at the splash. Look at the coating on that. Look at the fucking true professional. Look at him splashing that gizzards all over the fucking lamppost like an artist. Look at that. Look at that dry heaving. Best in the fucking world. I'll start that sentence again. The illumination of the streetlight made the scene look like a one-man show and yeah. revealed he was giving the pole a hefty coating. Nice. Which I thought was a bit much just for over-drinking. I then navigated around him trying to stay far away from the vomiting man and the resulting miasma. Oh, this is all right. Quite well written, actually. Yeah, good. Uh, My friend had returned to the stand to find that the tarpaulin had been partially taken off and that two of the hot dogs were missing. Uh Uh-oh. Which he had forgotten to throw away in a haste to get out of the rain. It turns out that hot dogs go bad very quickly. Yeah, especially those kind of fucking hot dogs. food safety standards dictate that you should be discarded if not eaten within two hours. Fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's something to bear in I, mind. Well, I'll fucking have them. I bet you I'll have them after two hours. Yeah, I will risk that. And that's I why you're always yeah, that's why you're always ill and feeling shit and vomiting. No, because food poisoning is mad arse I'm not gravy. Vo- vomiting. Yeah, but you've always got arse gravy. I have not always you got always arse complain gravy. about your bowel movements when we meet up at Why do we have to discuss much? this? Whatever, right? Let's get to the end Come of this on. fucking letter. Stop banging things. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sorry. I then described the vomiting man to her, and it was the same student who tried to buy a cold hot dog. I think we both... Yeah, we've all we jumped to that conclusion. Got to that conclusion already. With a 50p they'd found on the ground. We reckon the man had uncovered the stand, eaten two hot dogs about four to five hours after they'd been He cooked. really wanted those fucking hot dogs. <laughs> and felt the consequences as I was walking home. Wow. No, he, no hang on, that sentence doesn't work. Well, here we go. He's found one. <laughs> That's cheered him up. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the fucking fuck- Mark Curry, yeah. <laughs> Not Mark Curry. <laughs> Sorry, James. James Curry. Jimmy Curry. Listen mm. to this sentence if it makes sense, Paul. Go on. We reckon. So he means when he says we there, he's referring to himself and his friend. Yes. We reckon that the man had uncovered the stand, eaten two hot dogs about four to five hours after they'd been cooked, and felt the consequences as I was walking home. Should be he. I should be he. Maybe that's just a typo. Doesn't, I don't think it matters, mate. It fucking matters. You didn't feel the consequences, Jimmy Curry boy, did you? He did. This was all because he was so desperate for hot dogs, but forgot to bring £1.50 to the festival. There is such a thing as being too cheap. Yeah, well, that's true. Never eat discarded hot dogs cold under some tarpaulin. Now, couldn't hurt his friend just to go, all right, there you go. It's not like... She- She's like gonna like trying to get a career as a hot dog. To be vendor. fair, do you know what I mean? I she think she did the right cruel. thing. She did the right thing. Why? She didn't sell unprepared food to someone, and she certainly didn't use it to make fifty p. She could have just given a free hot dog. She could have theoretically 
right, have given him a hot dog or taken the 50p, <laughs> right? And then he would have been ill still, potentially, maybe, and she could have gotten into trouble. Yeah, so the fact okay, that he no, I'm not saying the... when I'm not saying when he asked for a cold one for 50p, she should have given him one then, because that would have been, yes, against the guidelines. Yeah. And she was aware. That was good. But when he comes up at the beginning of the story and says, uh, give's a hot dog, what's it to her? You know what I mean? I know, but at this point, I still, a hot think, dog. I still think she's doing the right thing. Oh, yeah, you can see their arseholes. They are pulling their bum holes apart. Are they? Oh, I can let, see their willies now. Let me there's see. Another picture let of me see. Willy. Let me there's see. a picture of willies and poos. Look, you can see it. You're right. But they are pulling it apart. Oh, God. It's not a natural oh, right, maybe. pose. Yeah, yeah. Because if you were walking around it, I could see Fine. your arse. I remember it as being much worse than that. <laughs> maybe I imagined I mean, it. You can see their balls. I imagined it. I what imagined... about this one? This is good. We oh. should... Me and you should copy that picture. <laughs> oh, poo-poo Christ. Poo-poo Christ. <laughs> it's uh, them with their pants down, uh, with their willies out, and there's big logs. Really well f- Photographed logs. logs. Do you think they're real logs? You think they've uh, they've fabricated those logs? Do they? I mean, I know of their work, but they didn't do a lot of poo and shit stuff. This is just there is some. There is some eight shits. It's called this yeah. picture. One, two, three, four, five, six. Well, there's I'm... six shits, but maybe they're saying their shits as I well. Think they are. They're including themselves as the shits. I mean, it's very brave of them to be old and with their winkies out. And fine, you know what? Their winkies look fine. Look, I don't want to discuss Gilbert and George's winkies. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> this is the art part of the show where we discuss contemporary art. And I like eight shits. <laughs> it's that simple. What's that one called? Naked shit? Oh, this is art. This is good. What was that last picture called then? Look, their bums look a bit like caves, oh, it's don't just, they? It, the, the, the picture's just called Bumholes. 1994. Are they still alive? Yeah, they're ancient, though. They really are very old. They were first around in, like, the late 50s, early yeah. 60s, aren't they? Oh, and this one called Cox. Oh, there you go. Cheap Show does art. That was a good story. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a good story? It was a good story. Thank you, James, for writing in. It was reasonably yeah, well written. It, yeah, it was well written and reasonably entertaining. But I question, Paul. I question whether he really was sick just because of those hot dogs or because he was very well, drunk. I, I, it might have been a little of column A, a little of column B. If he couldn't afford a hot dog, could he afford to drink? You know what well, I mean? Well, he wouldn't be there if he wasn't drinking. He must have been drinking. Well, maybe, but then where did he get the, the money? Booze, excessive booze makes you crave weird food that you go after and you, you know. So it might have been that he drank first and then ate the hot dog I much later. I think he was on like some kind of cheap, nasty booze. Yeah. And that's what made him coat the pole. Well, James, Eli has called your friend's story bullshit and has poked holes in it. Also, I think if she'd she, like to his write friend a retort, is a bit mean, isn't she? What? No, she's not. I think she did her job and did the right thing. When he comes up going, oh, God, I'm hungry. Please give me a hot dog. They're pound fifty, Paul. Yeah, but they're also cold and also not very nice no, in the first place. No, at the place. beginning, they were hot. Yeah, but he had no money then. Two hours. Also, I pour scorn and, oh. and I pour judgment on that. I pour judgment on you. You pour judgment on me? I pour judgment all over you. Do you rub it in? Oh, yeah. Is it, give it, is it oily? I give it like a big... Oily judgment. I make biscuits on your back. With the oily judgment? Yeah. All poured on? I make biscuits on is your back. Is it all poured on? Yeah. The oily judgment? Right, Eli's gone again. Right, that's it. Reset. Reset, everyone. No, stop it. Play the fucking sound effect. What sound effect? <laughs> Don't get into this again. Oh, yeah, that sound effect. The yeah. one I'm going to put in right now. Hey, Eli. Hey, Paul. How Do you want to know how to be a complete bastard? Oh. Oh, or what about how to be a complete bitch? Well, guess what, Eli Silverman? What? We can now do that on the show. I can now make you a bastard or a bitch, because we're going to look at and play and explore two books and two board games based on 1980s comedians called... (gasps) 
How to Be a Complete Bastard by Adrian Edmondson with Mark Lee and Mike Lapine, and How to Be a Complete Bitch with Pamela Stevenson and Mike Lapine and Mark Lee. Oh! Hey, the Lapine and the Lee are other way round. Other way round. Maybe that was the agreement. Maybe they had a very heated argument about it. Listen, listen, Mike. Yeah. I wish to be the main person. I want to be listed first on the cover. No, you listen to me, Mark. How dare you, Mike? I'm fucking... I wrote three more words than you. I'm Mike Lapine. I'm the other one, Mark Lee. Lee. Yes, Lee, you cunt. Well, I'm just here to say that I deserve top billing. Do you on know this what? Book. You're a complete bastard. Oh, I've got an idea for a book. <laughs> so, I had this. The book? I had How to Be a Complete Bastard. It came out in 86 when I was 11. Yeah. It was very risque for me. And well, I thought, oh, I haven't had grown up. I've got a grown up toilet book with Aid Edmondson on it. Being rude and naughty. I think it was bought for me, in fact, yeah. as a gift. I'm pretty sure. And I kind of completely read it about 1,800 times. Yeah. To briefly boil it down to what this is, it's a book loosely based on Aid Edmondson's kind of Vivian character, but not really Vivian. It's just that anarchic character from The Young Ones. Because he had done The Dangerous Brothers and things like that, and I, I think he'd also done Filthy Rich and Catflap at this point. He sort of had a sort of persona that Angry, was... Angry, manic, psychopathic... Yeah, crazy. Yeah, sort of persona, didn't he? That was sort of not any one of his characters was was sort of all of them combined. Well, like, which is that kind of what he's kind of portraying here. It's like, well, Rick Mail and Ed Edmondson did have like a type or, or their own kind of form because, like, Rick Mail was all, always the loud, whingy, pervy loser, and he was the angry, drunk, dangerous, psychopathic best it's friend. Like bottom, it was crystallized by the it, time they got to bottom. It those was. characters, but they were still sort of. Do you know what I mean? It was a strange sort of public persona that yes. Aid Edmondson had. Because he's not really like that, is no. he? Do you know what I mean? Really? He's not at all. No. And when you see him in stuff outside of that at the time, like a lot of the comic strip stuff where you would say he was showing some range, there were moments like Mr. Jolly Lives Next Door where he kind of keeps on playing that character. You and know stuff. what's weird? That um, Ni- uh, Nicholas Parsons passed away, obviously. R.I.P. We didn't mention him, so it's not part of the fucking curse, all right? Yeah. We we never came up, but it's funny how Mr. Jolly goes abroad. What's it called? Mr. Jolly lives next door. Mr. Jolly lives next door because it has a famous scene where they talk about Nicholas Parsons. Yes, was just was even more sort of uh, naughty present. It kept Mr. Jolly kept just kept coming up. Yeah, well that, that was the thing as well, wasn't it? I mean, it was... the guy was ninety six. He'd been working in show business for fucking Forever. sixty years or something. Forever. And, and that all anyone can fucking remember is one little sketch. Do you know what's weird by... though? And I, obviously he was, this is like five, six years ago when we were doing Edinburgh Fringe, but there was one year when we were there, and I can't remember if it was like Rogue's Handbook or whatever reason we were up there for, but... would have to be. That was the year I saw Just a Minute being filmed, recorded right. at the Edinburgh Fringe. And I remember the weirdest thing, I don't mean this to be cruel, it's just like, this is just what I observed. So he was like walking down the, the Nicholas street. Nicholas Parsons. Yeah. Yeah. And because I think it was at the, le- the place... And he looked about 170 or No, something. he looked dapper and nice, but he was just... He wore cravats, didn't he? Yeah, but he was just muttering to himself and chattering and uh, looking and talking and... Really? And then he looked, he looked distracted and old, but then you see him turn when they started recording just a minute, and it's like... The, the muscle memory, the brain kicks yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And like, because, you, you know. So he seemed a bit doddery, is what you said, you know, when you old, saw him. Old, which is fair enough. I'm not like making fun of the fact that he's old. I'm just saying it's strange that you see this guy who's obviously old and distracted. Ten years the ago, the guy was 86. Yeah. I mean, and then, and, and but he would still, on a dime, turn it on. He could always roll with the punches really well on just a minute, even though oh, a lot yeah. of aggressive young comedians were always brilliant. And sometimes it. they ganged up on him, didn't they? Yeah. But it, I think, you know, it was always done with love. I don't think there was any 
I mean, maybe in the early days when you had like Kenneth Williams and stuff being acerbic. Yeah, he had this whole relationship with Kenneth Williams, which people thought was the backbone of that show. So they thought once Williams had passed, that was it. But it wasn't. But then you had a Clement. What, Freud? Freud. Yeah, he yeah. was kind of another one. And Derek Nimmo, that whole generation. Oh, we're going all over the place. But basically, Aid Edmondson, naughty Did character. this book, How to Be a Complete Bastard. Now, we don't know anything about the genesis of why this came out, but well, it, it is linked to Live Aid. It yeah. Is. So, where was Live Aid? 84? Because that book 85. came out. 85. 85. No, it was 84, wasn't it? Do they know it's Christmas time, 85? Okay, well, let's just say it's 85, because that comes out in 86. So, yeah. it's close enough to Live Aid to still say here the proceeds. Support Live Aid, yeah. Every single penny. Oh, I, the profits goes to Live Aid. Do you know what it so, reminds me of? There was a Aid lot of, wasn't. It's was made by Virgin. Yeah, Virgin Publishing. It would. It would have been. I think uh, the uh, Young Ones book was a Virgin Publishing they, book as well. They got everywhere. And wasn't Richard Branson on uh, an episode of the Young Ones once? I don't think so. I think he does turn up and Derek and Clive get the horn. The, He's the all film. over. He's all over the eighties, Branson. Yeah, isn't he, he is. He is a dirty little fucking greasy beard. Virgin <laughs> Publishing. There used to Question. be Virgin everything. Question: Who would win in a nuzzle off between you and Richard Branson? What do you mean a nuzzle off? Well, like he—he. He, what well, are the rules? Well, let's just talk about a nuzzle off. How do we be- get the best nuzzle off? To get the beard all nuzzled up, yeah, oiled up, and then how? Do you, maybe you get a, a, a. You warm up. You warm up with some soft tussleage. Yeah, tussleage. You get some baggy pants and you go commando and you go tussle tussle. <laughs> so tussling of <laughs> the pubis yeah, is necessary. Yeah, tussling around, soft tussleage. Just, just, a, soft, a, just a, a warm a up. It's just a warm up, Paul. A tug and a tingle. Tug a tingle and some soft tussleage. Then you get the oils out. Right, what kind of oils are you going to go up Thick, against? greasy oils. Because I've heard that Brandoff is going for palm oil. Big deal. I know, but I'm just saying that's... I've he's got a, a emulsified o- o- virgin olive. He's killed eight orangutans to get this oil for the nuzzle off. What? It's... it's that's not allowed. Monkey oil's not allowed. Yeah, but it's Bran- Branson, isn't it? What do you mean it's Branson? He can do whatever he fucking likes. He's Branson. Right, so what are the rules of the nuzzle off then? Well, I don't know. Let's come up with it. Like we need. Oh, let's come up with it. You said who would win if a nuzzle off between me and that. So it's your thing. You can't have his beard and your beard touch and nuzzle because how do you quantify it? Would I it be like. nuzzle him. So it'd have to be some kind of neutral party in the middle who takes a nuzzle on the left and a nuzzle on the right. And. Could it be Michaela Strachan? Yeah, let's say it's Michaela Strachan sitting on a chair, a stool maybe, an uncomfortable stool in the middle of an empty warehouse. <laughs> and then you two walk in from either side. Soft tussleage. Yeah, a bit of tussleage. You're both nuzzled up. Now, I've mentioned palm oil. What are you What are you using on your beard? Fucking bacon grease. Bacon grease. So, right, you take your steps, right? Bacon grease. And there are painted lines, one metre, either side of right. Michaela Strachan. Can't go over those. It's just your holding place. So you, hold, you have to put your feet behind the lines. Yes. And then you have to... Control no, your, your no, chin no, no. over the line. No, no, Getting no. Get ready for the nuzzles. You can get Getting ready. Get ready for the nuzzles. But I will blow two whistles. On right. the first whistle, right? Right. Yeah. You will walk towards Michaela Strachan and on the left hand side of her face, nuzzle until I blow the second whistle. When you hear the second whistle, right. you back away to your line yeah. and Brandoff comes in and he nuzzles Brand the song. right. The Brandsons, <laughs> yes. He nuzzles the right hand side of her face. Then. I blow a third whistle. There's a third whistle, and he steps right. back. At that point, she will describe the nuzzle sensation, the feeling, the impact, what it made her feel, right. you know, all, and then come to a decision. So Michaela comes to a decision, and the winner gets can, some special soft tussleage, private tussleage. She, Michaela Strachan is not involved in the prize. Does she get really, really wild? Yes, and she's wide awake. The hitman and her. Yeah. Any other references? Just that's like, it. That's it. She had a pop record. Did she? Yeah. Michaela Strachan. 
She she was going to be a pop uh, person. Okay, Google. Michaela Strachan hit single. Oh, it's doing it in the speakers next door. Michaela Strachan had her own brief music career as Michaela with two UK hit singles, a cover of Edwin Starr's H-A-P-P-Y Radio, which peaked at number 62, and Take Good Care of My Heart, which reached 66. I think I remember Take Good Care of My Heart. How to Be a Complete Bastard is a comedy book written in the style of Ed Edmondson's Vivian character, and it's packed full of what is largely now uncomfortable material that is unsuitable completely for this day and age. Wow. I'll post some pictures up of random pages on our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. There is, there is a web page. There's a Wikipedia thing. Let me There's see things what... in here like good places to be sick. What does it say? In the punch, all over the girl that you're dancing with. Is on the a... pile of coats in the spare bedroom. Oh, is this a party? The... It's parties, isn't uh, it? How to Be a Complete Bastard, 86 book, Mark Lee, Mike Lapine. Mike Lapine's website. The book was a spin-off from Adrian Edmondson's character of Vivian in The Young Ones. Well, that's not strictly true, but whatever. And contains He's got a, selection... a suit on. He's not a punk. No. And He's you're... got punky hair, but he has a suit and tie, doesn't it he? It contains a selection of ways of how you can be a complete bastard to those around you. Some examples are how to be a bastard student. Join the Free Nelson Mandela Society and demand your Free Nelson Mandela. Note, at the time of publication, nearly every UK university had a society of that name campaigning for the release of Nelson Mandela. You know when you're reading an 80s comedy book when Nelson Mandela pops up. Or any 80s pamphlet, really. How to be a bastard parent. Things babies are good for. Filling their pants with shit. And what to do if a baby cries. Put on an Iron Maiden album. Listen to it at full volume. How to be a complete bastard to the death. Go like this and then depicts a cartoon in sign language of alphabetic gestures spelling fuck off uh. or just do a V sign. You see, it's a very puerile. Extremely book. puerile and has that sort of Ben Elton, uh, sort of Jasper Carrot, sort of very 80s theme of observational humour. And, that you know, yeah. the bus. There's these sort of totemic um, environments that all 80s humour seems to be about. Bus, yeah. kitchens at parties. Do you Hol- know what I mean? Holidays. The punch bowl. All of, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They had these sort of... Uh, on German, holiday, yeah. German tourists on With holidays. With their towels Isn't stuff, there a thing yeah. there called how to be a Euro bastard? Yes. Which, it, again, it just shows that whole sense of the anti-euro thing even way even back, back in the then. 80s when like uh, it's always been with us yeah. and there's some things that they in terms of sort of ethnic um, troubling ethnic comedy uh, yeah basically there's a page here how to hold your own kamikaze death squadron rally and he is literally pulling his eyes back to make the squinty eyed thing yeah. do you think there's a lot of this book that Adam Munchen looks at and goes fucking hell well, I, I don't think he do looks that. or thinks about this book no well he's notorious in that respect he doesn't like talking about his work does he he doesn't like talking about all the old days and stuff. Well, you know, you'd very get really... boring, wouldn't it? Yeah. Do Vivian, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. What he did in his 20s and 30s and probably early 40s isn't going to swim now. And that's why he does EastEnders. And that's why he's doing cameos in Star Wars. I remember this book being more colourful. And I remember it also having something about farts in it. Probably got something fart about farts songs. in it. Fart songs. Yeah, like songs that you could say when you've done a fart. Oh, okay. Like Purple Haze was there, Steamy Windows. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Fog on the time. Fog on the fucking time. <laughs> Arse fog. Um, but, like, it's incredibly sexist at times and not at all racially sensitive. That's all. And is not in any way... Hey, Woke. look, real-life board games, bastard games, Gannon's Golden Games, Paul. Gannon's Golden Bastard Games. Drunk what? Driver and Diplomatic Immunity. Yeah, what's the Drunk Driver game all about? Maybe tell us. What does it say? It says, 
"'Twas the night before Christmas, and nothing was stirring, except you, you pisshead. You've been dragged out of the office party, again, office party, office party, and slung into your car. Now you're on your way home. Try desperately to avoid hazard spots, patrol cars, and other drunken drivers to get home safely. Hilarious. Also available in this series. Series. Yes. Run, rabbit, run. Sex. Busy roads. More sex. Stew. Torquemida, sex, persecution, castration, real-life confessions from your friends. Bent copper, sex, money, the Masons, guns with dodgy safety catches. It sounds like my granddad talking. <laughs> I am the judge. Yeah, it sounds sex, like him. money, the Masons, deafness when it comes to guns with dodgy safety catches. Is this all types of American games? president, sex, cancer, state terrorism, a button that could destroy the whole world. Is this beat poetry? Prime minister. Sex, arse licking, humiliation, <laughs> U-turns. What's that from? These are like board games also in the series. Like, oh, they're board games. It yeah. sounded like beat poetry after a couple of minutes, the way you were reading it. Thank Policemen, you. arseholes, but sex. Thank you. Can I have a quick look at no, it? No, I want to find the fart ones. Right, well, you find the fart one. Yeah, here's how to be a Euro bastard. What does it say, very briefly? Because, like, again, on the picture, it's got some horrible fucking... F- I don't know. Because he dresses up as different pictures throughout. So every now and then you'll turn a page and you're like, he's in full drag or, like, with a weird costume on. He's got a, he did a lot of dressing up and probably zero writing. It was, yeah, a day in the photo studio taking yeah. all these random pictures. Like, okay, we'll just make it work. We'll make it work. Totally. Well, what? it's all for charity. Yeah. In How to Be a Eurobastard, the photo depicts him... He seems to have anchovies glued to his face I don't understand that <laughs> it's something to do with fishing quotas isn't it yeah and, uh, oh god and uh, a Union Jack plastic bowler hat mm. let's face it tourists are vermin and they should all be killed which is probably why they've got rabies and Spanish air traffic control over there you see they're dead easy to spot they've all got bums and mouths and rucksacks as big as Northern Hemisphere brains the size of Jimi Hendrix's pupils and faces like pizzas complete with anchovies there you right. go there you go they're constantly blinding you with their day glow day ghouls and they all wear plastic Union Jack hats, which hide the fact they haven't washed their hair in so long it's still got afterbirth all over it. Wow. <laughs> they, spend, they spend most of their time shoplifting in Harrods and asking, where's Leicester Square? And what is number bus? Go to Stratford-on-Avon, please, thank you. And then there are all those nubile Swedish girlies on the Christ. tube who give you such a whopping stiffy. <laughs> That you daren't get up and so end up in crappy onga all the time, which is absolutely spasmoville. Wow. And <laughs> it's, it's like it's written by me in 1986. And now there's going to be a channel tunnel before the channel tunnel. Oh, yeah. And we're going to have our very own tourist mountains. So there's never been a better time to be a Euro bastard and have a little fun with them the next time they bother you in the street. And then it has some tips about how to bother tourists. No, no wonder. Because there's that inherent fucking superiority this country has against the rest of Europe. Right, I'm just trying to find these farts. There's so many pictures of him in just his pants. Well, they just took a load, didn't they? Yeah. Now, well, now that you're in your pants, let's get as much let's as Let's get as can. many pants pictures. And can you make it look like you're sticking something in or up your bottom? Yeah, there's farting Mr. Man and there's uh, Esther Ransom. Esther Ransom. Esther Ransom was a big topic of humour, wasn't it? Because she had uh, big teeth and allegedly slept her way to the top. And also there's that cocktail that is named after her from bottom, bottom, isn't there? Which we mentioned a few episodes or many episodes ago. Many, many episodes ago. Because it pulls your gums back over your teeth. Perno, ouzo, marmalade and salt. Yeah, can't find the farts. Oh, well, anyway, I tell you what. 
one quick thing before we move on is that there was the video game, and that's what I knew about this whole thing. There was first. a video game. There was a video game called How to Be a Complete for Bastard. the Amiga or something. From all home computers at that time, so Amstar would have had its Spectrum, and it's basically one of those games where you collect items and you walk around. And you have to make thirty people leave a party by doing pranks or getting them arrested or murder and things like that. And you can't get caught. You know, like there was a load of those games back in the day, like School Days, Jack the Nipper. You know, like Naughty Boy Simulators. Yes. There was that. It was um, the era of Baggy Trousers by Madness. Baggy Trousers. Da, 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 which is all about dirty, naughty boys. Dirty, naughty boys. So that's the book and the game. I don't remember being very good. But there again, was a board I... game that came with it, was there? Well, yeah, there is a board game. Uh, that's the other thing I found. It, all of these things, apart from one I found in a charity shop, the only thing I didn't get in a charity shop was... How uh, to be a complete bastard book, because I can see you've got the... Uh, yeah, the receipt, receipt that's it. I found yeah. this in a charity shop up the road, and I bought that a fair few months ago. They wanted fucking tenner for it. So you paid a tenner no. for it? Oh, oh, no. Wanted tenner for it, didn't buy it. Found another charity shop selling it for £1.50. So wow. £1.50 for that. Uh, this was £3 from a different charity shop that I saw a week ago. He's talking now about the How to Be a Complete, complete bitch. bitch, the game. But we should talk about the book for How to Be a Complete bitch first yeah. and so let's you know, pass me the book now and I'll go into how to be a complete bitch so oh, here it is how to be a complete bitch so it came out a year later came out a year later and it's a fundamentally the exact same format as Bastard except the difference is it's a female opinion and it's Pamela Stevenson uh, writing with the same two writers this time Mike gets the first and Mike then Mark Lepine, gets yeah. that was the deal alright if we're going to do Bastard when we do bitch you, you I go first yeah this is one of those books written by men with no input from women about what they think women think is what being a bitch involves. Yeah. So I would almost argue this it's is more, more offensive. It's more problematic than bastard. Right. Bastard. Strip it all down. It's, it's like a, a bit it's xenophobia. Just, it's and, and it's, sexism. It's puerile and yeah. it's immature, and that's kind of the character in the book. And but this what? is actually mis- uh, misogynistic. You're well, saying it's hard because I imagine. Pamela Stevenson had very little to do, like Aid Edmondson. Now, she was a p- comedy performer as well at the time. What troops was she in? Uh, well, this is where Didn't I'm a bit she appear fuzzy. with French and Saunders? Uh, she was in Not the Nine O'Clock News. Right. And that's, that's where I think I the major thing of, was. Yeah. Obviously married to Billy Connolly later on. Right. Still married to him now. I, I think, and I'm going to get complaints because I'm not going to research this, but if you're right, correct me. I think she was the first and only British member of Saturday Night Live. I think ah. she got a very brief stint on Saturday Night Live Wasn't for a while. Wasn't she American, though? No. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't done the research, nor am I she going to. She definitely lived in America for a while. Yeah. So this book is How to Be a Complete Bitch, and it goes through, from birth to death, all the different categories of bitchery. However, where is that one's a random kind of selection of just how you can be a bastard to everything? This one seems to be like a life guide almost and again because it's written by men it does seem to be a little bit fucking crap oh well i mean that they're both crass but this seems to be just basic but again there's loads of pictures of pamela stevenson dressed up as different characters maggie thatcher there's a cartoon strip in there bastard big knobs what about bastard big knobs there's one of these chapters so Ah, how to be a farty bastard (laughs) right go on find that page while I look for something in bitch so Pamela Stevenson I think obviously they came up with this a year later to cash in on the success of bastard but there's no this book is all donated you know all the donations for this book go to live aid there's none of that so it just seems like it's kind of a cash in and again there's a board game for it as it was the board game for bastard I found it hooray fart along with Adrian to 20 great Farty sounds. Are you ready? <laughs> right, here we Including. go. It's the one you've been looking forward <laughs> yeah. to. Accidents will happen. 
Elvis Costello. <laughs> <laughs> this is All good. Right. This okay. Is good. All right. Again and again, status quo. Yeah. Bang, bang, B.A. Robertson. Yeah. These are like, it's like looking through a charity shop record bin as well. Yes. It's, isn't it? B. It is a bit of a crate dive. Comes in. Uh, um, other farty tunes. Careless Whisper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Come on, feel the noise. Yeah. Slade. Yeah. That always works as well. Donald, where's your trousers? Mm. Andy Stewart. Good Vibrations, Beach Boys. Green Onions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> T and the MGs. Yeah. I heard it through the grapevine. Yeah. 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 We've got to get out of this place. Yeah. Right, yeah. He's, he's off now. Purple Haze. Yeah, there we go. Purple Haze. Big Log. <laughs> what? That's not Robert, a song. Robert Plant, apparently. Big Log. Big Log. <laughs> well, that's not so much as farting as no, that's following through. Float On by the Floaters. These are all poos now. He's, he's following through. There goes my everything, Elvis Presley. Why is not Steamy Windows isn't here? Why isn't Fog on the Tyne in there? Weird, I remember Steamy Windows being in there. Well, at least I did. I, that was real. I remembered that. Or it's like... Okay, so it's, the bitch. I've never seen the bitch book. Well, the bitch is very similar. Interestingly, there's a section in the middle which rips the piss out of Aid Edmondson and the Young Ones because they've copied the uh, Young Ones book. But she's dressed as all of them, apart and, from uh, Mike, who is... A, where they've got a, a, a small little, actor. A little person. There. He pops up basically semi-nude in every other shot of this. What, the little person? Yeah. Oh, like, get a dwarf in! Yeah, pretty hey, much. Hey, Mike, do you know a dwarf? Yeah. Yeah, hello, dwarf. Should we can totally exploit him for comic value? Chuck him a tenner? Yeah. Oi, shorty, get over here. <laughs> yeah, pretty you know much. I mean? And he's terrible. like... Terrible. Oh. The 80s were terrible. And he goes, what do I have to wear today? Oh, S&M Whatever, costume. Yeah. And what, I'm playing a rock and roll guitar uh, made of dildos. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, great. Oh, I actually remember Can't that. wait for panto season. Yeah. It's less demeaning being a dwarf in Snow White. But yeah, there's a book there. And Do you want to know? It says how to be an alternative comedian. Do you want to know what it says? Let's this would be quite illuminating. Let's bitch it? about alternative comedy. And again, this is the same writers who wrote Bastard. They're really reactionary looking back on it, aren't they? So how about those alternative comedians? Don't they make you laugh? They're such jokers. Did you see their new series of Farty Poo Bum on TV last night? Oh, this is this is actually a criticism of this podcast. Yeah. Laugh? I thought I'd split my sides. I never thought that farting or putting electric hedge trimmer down someone's trousers could be so funny. And what about when the hand grenade went off in the toilet? Or when that entire bowl of congealed jelly was poured down the back of the TV? Oh, and all that shouting. That's terrible. I was literally choking in tears and mostly choking on my own tongue it was so hilarious. I just don't know where they get their jokes from until someone told me. Not a lot of people know this, but the foundation of alternative comedy can be traced to the original schoolboy jokes written on the walls of a man's lab in Manchester University. And then it says, how to be an alternative comedian. One, shout all your lines. Two, use the following words a lot. Poo, hole, poo hole, knob, farty breath, snog, wee wee, thatcher, snog, bottom, thatcher. big jobs, matey boy. Three. No, that's good advice for any comedian still, isn't Three. it? Three, do a load of radio commercial voiceovers for 800 quid a time. Wow. And that's the whole segment. But it's such a kind of weird thing to throw in there, considering, by and large... I don't think a lot of women are going to buy this book. No. And I, you know, I'll let you have a little look. But Let also, have a little look through this. The, the tone of each book is exactly the same. The only other difference really nasty. is that, well, it Well, that's a nastier taste, leaves a nastier taste in the mouth, where that is just, it makes you feel dirty for reading it. So you think the bitch Grotty. one is, is worse? No, I think they're both, they're, they lean too far in to their conceits. And as a result, it comes across as too broad, if you want to use the word broad again. How to humiliate your man. Go on. 
One, hand him an old bed spring. Say, my IUD has run out of paraffin. Can you take it down to the ironmongers and get them to top it up? Insist on two star. Yeah. As in a greasy coil needs to be shoved up here, flop flops. (laughs) (laughs) Two, say you desperately need some electronic tampon remover tongs. Give him a pair of ordinary kitchen tongs and tell him that the Rumbelows are doing a £10 training <laughs> offer for your old ones. <laughs> what? Basically, how to humiliate your man by making him think you've got some kind of industrially huge vajajit. Well, that's the, well, the conceit of the book is that the idea that men don't know anything about women's bodies. And to be honest, don't. But what? that it trades a lot on I do. the mysteries of the I woman's know every body. every fold. No, you fucking I, don't. I will caress every fold. Yeah, yeah. You, well, ideally... Getting to know a lady intimately, inside and out, is is good. Oh, oh here we go. But whether Paul, you do it academically, like fucking, what or, academically? Whether you may do it academically or physically is up to you. Three. I like go. physical. What? Nothing. You like popsicles? No, I do. Me just popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Three. Say, go to the chemist and get me a giant bottle of woman's complaint lotion. Do you know what it is? It's a bit like one of the problems I have with Little Britain. Looking yeah. back at it. It's this sort of disgust with fem- female anatomy. That's yeah, kind of coming yeah, off yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of underlies it. Do you know what I mean? Well, it, you know what it is as well? It's like, you know when, like, shit men complain about women comedy being all about bad boyfriends, crap sex, yeah. and periods? Yeah. It's like, that book's kind of what they're talking about. And it's it's a shame because... But it was written say, by men. Written by men. And, you know, Pamela Stevenson probably had not too much input no. into it. I, without knowing for sure, it's hard to say, but... You know, it doesn't seem like... Do you know what? My, my girlfriend pointed this out to me, and it's an interesting point. How to be a complete bastard, you know, like Aid Edmondson's forming the T. Yeah. Right? They couldn't have a be a T in bitch. They just kind of write the word bitch awkwardly in, like, cursive next to her body. And it doesn't quite... It's weird. It doesn't stick with the concept, does it? Because, like, she's very... I mean, not, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying she should have been sexualized in the book, but nearly every picture in there is a kind of, like angry and angular and like grotesque and there's lots of grotesque imagery it's like it's, yes it's a gr- they're both grotesque books actually yes it is grotesquery oh look there's the dwarf yeah there's one the little guy there's one so with the success of those books there was two <sighs> board games 500 things men are most afraid of 500 things men are most afraid yeah. of one you two sex three getting caught in a zip Four, his team star striker getting kicked in the bollocks in the first 15 seconds of the FA Cup final. Five, someone getting a ruler out and actually checking. It's so juvenile. But it's also the same kind of root comedy as the Bastard book. The only difference is the angles coming from... I know, but it doesn't work. Because when you change the gender, it becomes sort of misogynistic. It's 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 a bitch as a man Seen would describe, describe a bitch. It. Not like... But then a bastard is also as a man would describe I, I think a bastard. Had there yeah. been actual female writers in that book, it might have been a bit more incisive. I'm not saying to say it was going to be any better or more funny or less funny. Just I think it would have been a bit less terrible. Women and boys and men and yeah. how to rip off rich men and how to demand drinks. This kind of feels like there's definitely an eighties yuppie-esque kind of attitude going to it. It's a class thing. Am I rambling? Titsy bum bums. So let's get on to the board games. There were two board games. The first we're going to touch on is a bitch. How to be a complete bitch. The board game. Yeah. Now, and did it's these come out at the same time? They must about have. About a year or so after the books. They so, do board games for everything. I just I'm, I haven't been in the world of board games for so long. You just don't think. They no, just put them out loads. for everything. 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 Every single thing. Well, that's why the party Still game thing. Still happens these days, you doesn't know, it? Those party games we've been playing at Digi. They're yeah. like the bad 
men or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. bad that's people. the big that's the big craze at the moment, isn't it? Because of Cards Against Humanity. Cards Against Humanity. But they're all games. And that... Exploding Kittens, is there one called there that? There is as one well? called that. But what yeah. my, my point is like all these games are games that you don't have to buy. If you could sit down with friends creatively thinking, you could come up with your own. But also you could you just, just sort of get it. it off the internet. If someone had copied every card onto the yeah. internet, you know what I mean? Go you onto just, a website and just go do it off your phone. Oh, there's a board game for forty quid called Would You Ever? And it's like, would you ever suck off a tramp? Yeah. Would you ever toss off a bishop? Would you ever fucking murder a baby? I do all three of those. Yeah. But like now you I can wouldn't. get it. Everyone, but wouldn't. you could just go onto a website and go click. Would, would you suck, ever suck off a? Please don't say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. All right. Wow. Anyway, growing up, bitch. This the board game is like obviously you have to be the bitch and you move up the board and it's oh it's a pyramid structure. It's a pyramid structure and it's kind of you, you move diagonally in the game. It's a bit like. Uh, Snakes and ladders. I guess, yeah, yeah, actually. It's terrible. And the problem is, is that it, the, the board game section, the movement around the board isn't that interesting and it's a bit convoluted. The actual way you move around is in that either or. They give you bitchy scenarios. I'll give you half a pack. All right. And I'll, I'll have the other half. And you get two choices of how you would solve that scenario, you know? And I think the problem with this will make itself very apparent very soon. So let me just read one at random at you. Here we go. So you'd roll a dice, land on a square, say pick up a bitch card, and you read it out, and then I okay, give you... I've landed on a square, and right. now I'd like a bitch card, please. You run up your enormous. You run up. You. Yeah. <laughs> you run up an enormous bill on your husband's charge card. Oh. Do you a confess all to him in tears and promise you'll never do it again, or b steal another? piece of plastic and i'm trying to answer to be a bitch or not be a bitch to be a bitch well then now here's the b. thing well that no it's quite easy I, you get cards with a and b written on so i would put down whether i think it's going to be a or b so i go oh i'm gonna put b down okay. and then you would say b right and i'd be like oh you are a bitch and so i guessed it right so you go up you, you don't move but i move up the board but right. if you I, you've totally lost me. but that's it that's all the game is Move Shit, a... is it? Yeah, do it again. You pick one for I'll me. Pick one for you. Yeah. Yeah. Aha! Aha! Oh, you've landed on a square. Oh, I've pick up a bitch card. Your husband. Yeah. God, it's always about the husband, isn't it? Well, Fucking hell! Remember all the cards we got for play your cards right? Where it's like. We asked 15 secretaries, what would they do if they were patted on the bum by their <laughs> yeah, boss? No, yeah. Or it's like, we asked 100 uh, husbands, would they ever consider going naughty next door with yeah. Pamela the big yeah, bust? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like terrible. Your husband has started a new job. Right. Do you, A, mm-hmm. try and be supportive as possible. Yeah. B, phone his new boss and tell him that if your husband's naughty, he should smack him. The thing is, right, is that where's the game? Because is the game to confuse people and trick them into voting wrong so you move up the board? Because if so, it's still obvious. You get a rational explanation, and then you get a completely irrational one. You know, you get a completely stupid thing like, support your husband, or call the boss up and say your husband's a nonce and needs to be nicked, or, or he's stealing from the kitty. You know what I mean? And so the people you're playing with, they're either, you get, you're going to know them well enough that they'll always go for the stupid question. Or the stupid yeah, answer. Yeah, but they're always A is always not the one to go for. Yeah, exactly. Because if you want to be a bitch, you're going to answer honestly. Is, is your friend is a terrible. bitch, or is she not a bitch? But I think everyone who's playing it will probably just want to be obtuse and go, "Oh, oh no, I would call him up and say, yeah." But you know what I mean? Like, what's this next one? The family pet has died. How do you explain it to your children? Do you A tell them Rover has gone to the great big park in the sky where doggies run and play all day long, or B? Don't explain. Just show them what's left after the impact. Or C. Eat the dog. Fuck the dog. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a friend of yours is extremely worried about being overweight. Do you A, reassure them that it is per- 
it that it is personality that really matters, or B, get a store that specialises in outsized clothing to send here a catalogue. But I don't understand the dynamic of the game, Paul, because the I bee, don't. all the bees are bitch. Yeah. Are the bitch answer, right? Yeah. So what are you meant to do when you land on a square and you ask that question? I, get, I don't know, because you ask your friend, and like to move up the board, they have to... They they have to I think confound or go against what you think what you expect them to say yeah so you know what I mean it all depends on who your friend is oh, and where they want to play so that's that that's the game when you move oh, around the board God, but I was not like impressed. I was so unimpressed by that because even by like eighties board game standards there's not much to this it's awful so with that in mind we'll go to bastard next the bastard board game bastard board game. Also, this uh, bastard is not used as much as it used to be. No. As a word. Bring back bastard. It used to be a big swear, didn't it? Look. Do you know, remember that in Paul in school? You'd call someone a bastard. It'd be like, miss, miss, he called me a bastard. When I was eight, yeah. I think I, I said the word bastard for the first time to myself. Yeah. Like, I, to, to us, or to maybe someone in school. I went, oh, bastard. And I remember that made me laugh so, so much. My teacher thought I'd have a mental breakdown. Really? I was I was on the ground laughing at the fact that I just said the word bastard I know, it was out loud. naughty, wasn't it? it was, yeah. Kids these days don't know they're born. I think psychologically that says a lot about me. Kids these days come out of the, the mum saying cunt, don't they? Yeah, right They're out. pointing around. Look at that cunt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who's this cunt? Oh, is this Dr. Cunt? Who's this Dr. Cunt? I Who's didn't. this nurse? I came Cunt. out saying, I want some champagne, please, doctor. Serve it I me. came out going, baby sham, fizz it all up my chuffney. Fizz it all <laughs> up your chuffney. Well done, Eli. <laughs> so, Bastard, a bit more conventional board game. This has got a more of a spiral. Start, go, and you go down the spiral but to the it might, sewage it's, just, it's a race game as well, isn't it? Yeah. I like the artwork better on it It's as much well. nicer. It's more interesting because there's no photographs. There's, rats. there's sewer rats, aren't there? Chasing... Uh, a stylized Ed Edmondson. Does he look at all like Ed Edmondson? This no, kind of a little no. bit enough. Not at all. Really, but it looks like the game, the the book, the box drawing of uh, him. You've got actually a, a picture of the photo from the book it's where you put your cards. Isn't it's it? Where you put your cards. And why is this better, Paul? Well, first of all, the board game, even though it's simpler, is just better drawn, oh better my put God, together. Got racist pictures of Chinese people. Yeah, on I it noticed as well. that as well. It's I, I, I dread to think what that's inferring to with regards to the board. What does it say nearby? It doesn't say anything. It's just them all just someone just went, tourists. They've got a space on the board, they're Japanese mate. Japanese tourists, aren't they? Because they've got their little cameras around their necks. So yeah, so someone's like, we've got a bit of space left on the board. What Let's just put, put something racist in. Let's put something racist in. Is anything now? How is this played? Roll the dice. Go on the board. Land on a card, play a card. And now, are these cards more interesting then? Well, they're more scenarios. So, like, okay, they're challenges and things like that. Let's have a look. There's some like, that involve, like, movements. Like, use this card to avoid having to throw the dice when it's your turn. The girly opponent opposite your choice must impersonate Les Patterson or move forward two spaces. That's such a weird reference. Les Patterson was... Uh, it was a character that, by... That comic. No. Who did Dave Med Redford. No, he was average. called Les Patterson. I can't remember the name of the actor now who He's, played he fucking those away. characters. Humphrey. Humphrey. Humphrey Littleton. Barry no, Humphreys. Barry Humphreys played Dame Edna and Les Patterson. Les, and Les Patterson, Patterson was a drunk... Um, Australian tourist de- politician thing. Yeah, just a horrible Get debauched. I. He was horribly debauched and drunk and... Uh, yeah, sexist. disgusting, yeah. vile. So obviously they're looking for that. Remove your left sock. Choose an opponent who must place it on their nose for one minute or move. <laughs> Choose your opponent. <laughs> this Who's is, got the Chaffney Charlies? This is an interesting card, and I want I want you to stop me the minute you think this card gets quote unquote interesting. An opponent of your choice must present you with a five pound note or ten dollar bill. Blow it on your nose and hand it back. 
If they can't produce the money, they must move forward two spaces. What? Rainbow? Can you see that rainbow? I see a little bit of a prism colour change cool, in the cloud. That's nice. So nice. I take a picture and we can have something pretty on the pot. Pull it up. Pull it up. You see it more through the thing, don't you? That's a little bit. I'll blow it up for the website. Right. So why present you with a £5 note or $10 bill? Why $10 bill? And also, how can I blow your nose on it? Blow your nose on it and hand it back. So if you give me oh, a five pound note or ten dollar or well, ten dollar, but why? T- you know why I think it says ten dollar? Because they was trying to sell it in the states as well, or they translated it from a game in the states and didn't. They didn't, missed out uh, the dollar for whatever. Check it. Yeah, blow your nose on it and hand it back. If they can't produce the money, they must move forward. To- what does that mean? If they can't produce the money, I don't understand. Then they must move forward two spaces. I don't understand that. That makes literally zero sense. A male opponent must chat up the girly of your choice for 30 seconds. If no male opponents, you must move back two spaces. If no girly, he must move forward two spaces. That's terrible. All right, you chat me up for 30 seconds. Go on. All right, all right. All right, I'm at the bar. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just here waiting for... You want something to drink? Uh, no, I'm all right. I've, I've have something to drink. <laughs> no, I'm all no, right. have something to drink. You look all right. Have something to drink. I'll just have a water, please. All right, I'll get it for you. No, it's, it's all right. I'll... It's fizzy. It's a bit fizzy. Just, I don't want fizzy water, sir. No, it's freaking fizzy. Drink it down. Drink it down. <laughs> right, I'm going. What? You don't want anything? You've been chatting up. And I know you think I was trying to drug you, but I don't look like that. Please, I still want to arrest this man. He's just creepy. He just came up and made me drink fizzy milk. And then I fizzy think, milk? I think the fizzy milk. No, I was hoping you'd come home and drink my special fizzy well, milk. Well, let's move on, shall we? Let's move on. Imitate a rabid sheep. Okay. Go on, then what does that sound like? <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Do you know what that is? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking man. The opponent of your choice has thirty has twenty seconds to give two examples of bastard rhyming I'm slang or move forward two spaces. So the opponent of your choice, you, Eli, has twenty seconds to give two examples of bastard rhyming slang. What does that mean? Like rhyming slang for bastard. Yeah. All right, go for it. Custard tart. Custard tart what? <laughs> <laughs> what? You can't just say custard tart. Again. Look, start again. Not rhyming slang for bastard, just rhyming slang a bastard would use. Okay, I'll give that then as well. I'll let you have that as well. Go on. Hapney stone. All right, so put it into context. All right, Barry, how you doing, mate? All right, mate, I've just been down the knocking shop. Oh, are you? I'll tell you what. Yeah? I didn't half give her a hapney. A hapney? A hapney stone bone! There's no thing called a hapney stone for a start. Well, it... bone is itself a euphemism. For oh, I'll tell you what, I've got such a hapney on. I've got such a hard hapney. Oh, I had a shove hapney the other day. Yeah, I right. shoved hapney. Hapney stone! Hapney stone! Stop up, this is not working. Wait, come on, no, hey, no. I was sat on the hapney the other day, it's, taking yeah. a shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. on the hapney stone. Yeah. Thrown. Yes, but still, I don't know what hapney stone is, if anything. <laughs> it's just something they'd say. Because I don't know what hapney stone is. It's not a phrase, is it? It's not. Is there a thing called a hapney stone? Yes. And it is a what? A real thing? It's a, it's a very small stone. It's, it's, uh, 
You're <laughs> full of fucking shit. And the no, worst I've got thing another is, one. I've got another one. Yeah, go on. Squeeze and squirt. Yeah. Go on. I lifted up her squeeze and squirt. Right, okay. I don't want to know. Because <laughs> that sounds like just the worst thing ever. No, you. Uh, uh, I went to Hawaii and I bought a uh, bought a straw squeeze. Squeeze and squirt. Yeah, no, it straw doesn't work. It's not work. Oh, right. I want to put on a squeeze. The opponent of your choice must... I've got a skirt made of uh, a Hately squirt. Demonstrate the new dance move. Confelcher. Demonstrate the new dance move. The bastard shuffle for 10 seconds. Go on, give me the bastard shuffle. Right, he's standing up and he's putting his little leg out and bopping his hip and he's shaking it. Oh, it's nice. I'm turned on. Sit on me lap, granddad. Sit on me lap and dance. (laughs) Sit on me lap, granddad. Why do you have to make that noise I like every time? It. Right, it's at the end of this. this is, to be fair, I like this card the most, even though it's not particularly the grottiest. If you pick this card up, it says, declare yourself the winner. If no one accepts this, move forward three spaces. If you got that card, that would be a fucking gold card for you. I want it. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, but it's silly, isn't it? The opponent of your choice has 30 seconds to explain without repetition the intellectual psych- significance of Rambo. If they fail, they must move forward three spaces. Go. Rambo tells the story of a man against society, outside of society, who uses the weapons of his persecutors and turns it onto them. He is the monster within us all. He has been turned into a raging maniac, not by his own inner demons, but the demons foisted on him by the military complex of America. Hum, I like that I've very much. I've never seen much. it. You've never seen Rambo? No. no I mean, though... uh, First Blood, I've never yeah. seen it good it's very it is it's very good and very different from two three four five he went full full gung-ho on the yeah, because in the first one he's meant to be this damaged tragic character Vet, yeah yeah and the second one is just let's just give him a big gun and a flamethrower <laughs> the opponent of your choice must talk for 30 seconds on my bastard obituary without any repetition so you have to it's just a minute so you, you have to give me a obituary right now go Paul lies here today in a box. Some nice sprinkles on there. His <laughs> pre-cum John Popeye. He did, yes. Uh, and uh, he gave me his tribute. Sprinkled tribute. Yeah, that's good. That's how I want to go, to Paul be fair, mate. was many things. Producer, oh. lover, yeah. friend. Mm. He also was a terrible liar. And he said terrible, terrible things about people. <laughs> So fucking really. Eli oh, fucks dogs. Haunted. Eli fucks His ghost dogs. is accusing me of fucking dogs. Oh, Sam from uh, Derek Acora. Sam is now with us on the podcast, oh, by yeah, the way. We have mentioned say? this. Uh, it's worth noting that Derek Acora, uh, who passed away uh, not too long ago, Sam, his spirit guide, has now joined Cheap Show officially. He'll be speaking with us, through us, to speak to those who have passed on. So uh, you, you can mean ex- he'll be speaking... He'll be speaking through me. So if you want to ask me anything about Sam, or you can ask me anything about the spirit world, I'll talk to Sam. What kind of sandwiches does Sam like? Hang on, let me... Sam. He says uh, Wenzel's used to do a really good New Yorker, but they stopped doing that recently, and he's a bit upset. Wenzel's used to do a New Yorker? A New Yorker. Does it have um, pastrami? Yeah. And And pickles? And rye bread and stuff. Why do they stop? Why do they stop? He always says he doesn't know. He said he knows this about the death. He doesn't know about the you know the the financial situation of Wenzel's. Do you want anything else? Do you want to ask Sam? What's he wearing? Sam, what? Sam's saying he doesn't wear anything. 
Not even like clothes a, are pointless. Not in like the an Egyptian thing. Like no. A, does he have one of those Egyptian sticks like the no. pharaohs had? No. Yes, he does. He doesn't. Tell me, he does. Does he? No, he's saying he doesn't wear anything. Does What's the point any... of clothes in the afterlife? Well, no, he's it's not clothes. It's more like a well, prod. Sam's saying when he shot the rod. fuck up, he it's knows what. Prodding rod. Sam says. Bumming with the prodding rod. Sam says he doesn't appreciate this. He didn't get this shit from Derek Akora. Well, bum. Well, is Derek there with him now? They're both on the other side, aren't they? Oh, hang on. I'm talking to Derek now. Derek's not happy. What, Derek? Derek, you know what I need Derek to do? Get what? a fucking great big dildo, put it in his mouth, and then bum fuck people with it. What the <laughs> fuck? Where the fuck did that come from? I don't feel very well. All right. We'll do one last card, all right? All right. Here we go. The opponent of your choice must list the first three things they would do if elected Pope Bastard the fir- first. So, Eli Silverman, you're now Pope Bastard the first. What are the first three things you bring in as Pope? First and yeah. foremost, yeah. everyone must paint the side of their nose emerald green. Okay, why? Just one side. Doesn't matter. I don't have to tell you fucking why. No, fair enough. God spoke through you. Number two. Yeah. Everyone. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Sam, you can go, mate. Cheers. No, just chill. Speak to you next week. Everyone, at the end of every day before you go to bed, must kneel on the floor. Yeah. Put their hand on the side of their face. Yeah. And say... Margaret Stevenson, Margaret Stevenson, Margaret Stevenson. Yeah. That's it. And third, third thing, thing you'd bring in as Pope? All nice food for me. <laughs> all nice food? What, you're the Pope? You're going to get that anyway. Well, no, but I want it to be a declaration. All right, here's my three things as Pope Gannon Bastard the first. One, all cats go to heaven, right? All cats go to heaven. They get in free. I think dogs that's the case to anyway. Hell. That's the case anyway. Nah, dogs go to hell. Fuck them. Cats go that's to heaven. Things. You've already wasted your two things no, on one cats thing. and dogs. I've separated no, cats and dogs into no, heaven and that's hell. That's two one things. thing. That's two things. Fuck you, I'm Pope. It's one thing. God said it was one thing. Well, I'll have an extra thing. No, you can't have an extra thing because there's only three. So, uh, right, my next thing, two. Everyone must pray to me every night and end their prayer with bum bum gravy. And they have to go bum bum gravy. Bum bum gravy. To the tune of Bum Bum Gravy. Bum Bum Gravy. To the tune of I don't know what that is. John Carpenter's theme for Escape from um, Oh no, that would be a not Escape from uh for is it Attack on No, Precinct? it's Escape from New York. Oh yes, Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Assault on yeah. Precinct Thirteen. Oh. So in Yeah. Just to sum up, Paul, it goes yeah. like this. Bum bum gravies. Bum bum gravies. Yeah. Bum bum gravies. Bum bum gravies. Bum bum gravies. Bum bum gravies. Bum bum gravy. 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 Amen. And the third thing. All women sit on me face on my birthday. All women. All women. You'd be around the world. It's a simple. It's a simple dip. Are you on a train? I'm on a, I'm on a they, kind look, of... It's like a miniature train that goes around the whole world. And no. you're on it. And you have to look you're like that uh, with your tongue out. And they're all... Uh, just, the tongue's not out, mate. That's bestride disgusting. They've bestride it. They've bestride it. All ladies have bestride the miniature tonguing train. Yeah. All <laughs> there's, there's no tongue in There's no tongue in It's what, just... They just rubber coats my... What are you doing? Across my eyes and nose. I just want to feel oh, the... Oh, there's no mouth action. No, there's just arse... It's just my arse is rubbing across my eyes but and nose. But do you go with my train idea? Yes. I think I should lie on a track, my tongue face out. up. I'll be that... on this next carriage. Yeah. 
No, like no, no, licky, no, licky. you can't be there. No. <laughs> licky, licky, you fanny, fanny. No, you can't yes, do I will. That. I you've, will be there. You've ruined I'm the Pope sac- number two. You've ruined the Lickinator. You've ruined this religion. <laughs> the Chuganator. You've ruined my religion. I might do some prodding, upward prodding. Right, well, that's the end of that segment. <laughs> Right, we've Jesus. got to wrap this up. Dead, dead, quick. Dead, 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 quick. Right, thank you for supporting us on Patreon. If indeed you do, if you'd like to donate as much as you like, you can go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show and you'll get podcasts, magazines, video clips, all kinds of lovely things as extra content as thanks for saying and supporting And we do cheap appreciate show. it. Thank um, you very much. We really I'm do. sorry I was a bit shit this week. Um, uh, every week. No, I'm not shit every week. And I just want to make it very clear, just to nip this in the total bud. I don't fuck dogs. And I wash. But you do keep pictures of families that you don't know on your shelf next to a bum That's fucking good. toy. Spunking up. Right, good. So, there Spunk you go. Another. Patreon.com I'm not. You know what I'm not going to do, Paul? I'm not going to interrupt you because I have to go to work. Well, then this shut up. done it on purpose so I can't fucking own you. Shut up. www.com cheap show. It's not that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for supporting us on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show. The website for pictures and videos to accompany this episode is thecheapshow.co.uk. Support us and rate and review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, any podcast oh, app. Oh. And you can get us on any good podcast app. I love you all. I'll come out at night. I'll sing it out. Shut up. You keep saying we've got to get through this and then you start singing bad fucking... Bad. I'm a bad boy. I'm a Mavic podcaster. I go around and I do it even faster. I come out and I get it up my nose. Oh, and what I go... time we're wasting, mate, because I've still got to pack all this up and it's going to take a while. I don't care. I'm a fucking going round and I'm coming round here and I'll go down there. I'm around here now and I'm Shut going... Shut up! <laughs> oh. Mate, stop it, please. Get the fuck out of here. Right, he's going out the room. Great. And he's got pants in his mouth like a fucking monster. Right. So, website, yes. Patreon, yeah, we've done that. So, again, if you want to help uh, and nominate in the awards, you can go to tinyurl.com forward slash CCA 2020 nominate. Don't come in without your pants off, <laughs> like, Please, it's really upsetting. This is your fault. It's not. You asked for this. You asked for it. We're on. Twitter at the Cheap Show Pod. I'm at Paul Gannon Show, and Eli is. I'm in a fresh pair of underwear, and it feels absolutely sublime. I can tell you. Is that your new Twitter handle? No, it's Eli Snoid. E L I S N O I D. Great. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, two big plugs. Uh, one is you can still buy uh, physical issues of the Cheap Show magazine, the one that you can get. For free, as well, I say for free, but if you become a patron, you get one every few months. However, if you'd like to buy one, the latest one is fantastic and it comes with a free CD on the front. Event has done amazing work, so go to cheapmag.shop. And I just want to mention. What's on the CD? Uh, so, the, you know, the band Cheap Show, the punk band. Are they on it? Yeah, and also Vincent from the band does an interview. Uh, with the magazine oh. so event interviews Vincent from Cheap Show there's a track there also Chris Bullock you know uh, uh, Chris from uh, Digi and Barshans I do she's put a few tracks on there herself and so you can listen to she Chris's does electric of, uh, music yeah, ele- electro, electro stuff electrico music uh, and also <laughs> Izzy you know Izzy Barshans Izzy and she's in a band as well yeah she's Boys of the Hole Boys of the Hole and there's a track on there from the CD so if you want to buy the physical thing you can go to cheapmag.shop get the magazine or any of the past catalogue uh, the past issues that have gone out the past nine and you get a CD that's good and also uh, support Tony who does some amazing art and has some, some amazing merch so there's loads of art if you want to get some cheap show merch go to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash cheap show Tony and 
Finally, I'm going to get all of it out. Watch this. Ladies and gentlemen, open the website page. Open the phone. Quickly, quickly, Paul. Time is of the essence. Oh, thecheapshow.co.uk. And you can send things in our PO box. Anything you like. In fact, if you want to spend, send bespoke price of shites, please do put your name on and a separate envelope with the uh, results in. But you can send it all to Cheap Show, P.O. Box 1271, Harrow, HA3. Great, he's spraying his pits now. HA3, 3NS. Right, so while Eli does the worst striptease I've ever fucking seen in my life in front of me, uh, don't shake your bottom. That's it, we're going. Are you going to say goodbye before you get completely fucking naked? <laughs> I have to get to work, mate. I know, but, you know. i tell you what, it's nice having new panties on, isn't it? It is nice, though. <laughs> it is nice, it? I agree. Gonna say Hello, goodbye. Goodbye, bye-bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. See you next week. Thank you, bye. <laughs>